On this week's episode of The Fizz, we have our Sunday evening post-Lions victory special where we break down the Detroit Lions victory versus the Carolina Panthers, and then we get into the rest of the NFL, and then we wrap it up with a little over under. But before we get into all that, I have to tell you about our amazing sponsor, Michigan Made Vosa. Vosa is an RTD ready to drink vodka beverage that is made right here in Michigan and comes in two amazing variations. Their first variation is their vodka water, which has no carbonation, is 5% alcohol by volume, uses natural flavors, water, and is very, very good. My favorite of the vodka waters is actually the lemon. The lemon, I feel like, is awesome. Uh, it is the smoothest fla flavor for me, but they do come in other flavors as well, such as peach, pineapple, and raspberry lime. But in addition to that vodka water, they do have a Highline cocktail. And the Highline cocktail has a little bit higher alcohol by volume, 7%. It uses six times distilled vodka, natural juice flavors, um, but this one has some sparkling water in it. So if you do like carbonation with your RTDs, with your alcoholic beverages, the Highline is definitely going to be for you. That one comes in lemon as well, but then they also have cherry, peach, and pineapple. Whatever one you guys try, go give them a shot. They sponsor the Fizz, they sponsor Champagne Athletics, and they are made right here in Michigan. So if you like vodka RTDs, go give Vosa a try, whether it's the water or the Highline. Vosa. Enjoy the finer things. But now, let's get into the fizz. Hello and welcome to episode 121 of The Fizz. Thank you all for joining us. We are live Sunday after the Lions game, downtown Detroit, Rivertown. I am with the main men, Ice Cold Brew Lou. How we doing, Lou? Doing good, baby. Another Lions victory, another Sunday downtown with the boys. Let's go. Absolute no doubter today. Also got Channy football with me. How we doing, Channy? Very impressive. I've never seen a Lions team like this. It's absolutely incredible, and we are going to waste no time getting into the game today. And before the game ever starts, we're down here. We're bopping around. Um, we've already hit Greek Town. Uh, we've already hit Eastern Market. So today we were a little bit in limbo about where to go because those are definitely uh, 1A, 1B, the two spots to tailgate. So we ended up in front of Comerica. Today was a crisp fall day. Felt great out there. It did. It, fall is here. Fall is officially here now when the weather changes. A little crispy on the scooters coming over. Yep. We were zigging in and out of traffic like Toretto, but uh, the hands got a little chilly, but nothing the sun couldn't warm up and a couple brews. And, you know, it was it like the grills smell different when it's a little more brisk. Oh, yeah. The Labatt blues taste a little different, and everyone's a little more amped because I think they're trying to get a little bit more liquid heat than oh. they usually do. Yeah. And I feel like it's just like, oh, here we are. We're getting into, we're getting into football season. Yeah. Um, and the fact that the Lions have now have a 4-1 record uh, absolutely helps with that enjoyment as well. 100%. And I will say, like, everyone was excited when we did our first one this year, but it's turning into, like, confidence. And I've never – the fan base has never felt that. But it's not cockiness. It's just, like, we're going to go in and we're going to win the game. And that was – 
the general vibe today when we were going around and talking to people. I would argue that there is a lot of cockiness out there. If you watch our <laughs> tailgate video, there are some people saying some derogatory things, and you have uh, hosts asking who they would slap the shit out of on the other team. I think that definitely teeters the High line. High confidence. Con- yeah, I'd say confidence was, was absolutely buzzing today. So I don't know what it is, but when we start those tailgate vids, like we're always, you know, haven't had really any drinks yet. We're just kind of showing up. People are just showing up. And, like, it always seems like it's going to be a little slow. Uh, and then, like, you meet the first guy. Like, today was today was the hammer. Yeah, right off the rip, yeah. the hammer comes in. And he was all systems go. He was screaming. Uh, I think I asked him if we were at the fucking palace. Yeah, you did. We were a little rusty to start. You said we're out here at the palace of, of not Auburn Hills and not the palace at all. That building's demolished. Doesn't yeah. even stand. Couldn't anymore. be farther away from the palace. Yeah, we're a hike from that, bud. But yeah, the guy's guy called himself the hammer. Um, I shook that guy's hands, and uh, he works with his hands. He had like Gordy Howe hands. Yeah, they were they were. They he knows were, how to use a hammer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not like mine. Mine were like Jergens lotioned <laughs> up. You know what I mean? So soft stuff. Um, but. Awesome tailgate. There's like a lot more buzzing going around the stadium. They had the fucking zip line going. That's yep. the first time I've seen that. Yeah. No, I've seen it before, oh, but you have? not yeah, yeah. Okay. But usually we come from the right side there of Elwood and it's on the other side. So like you kind of walk away from it. Or anyway, like when I get into the games. Yeah. Um, but it was funny too, like we started in front of Comerica and I felt like we were kind of at like the 40 or over tailgate for a little bit. Yeah. I little- mean, everyone was friendly, but it was just like your standard like Go Lions, go eat them up, boys. Yeah. And we were like, all right, we got to fucking pick it up. We, well, we, did find the, juice. we found the face painters in there, which are pretty good. They had, they had a pretty good gang of people there. A guy looked like the Hamburglar, a kitty cat. What was our other guy? Uh, sports. Sports guy. Sports. And yep. then uh, Christmas. Chris Christmas Kringle. guy. Yeah, we had Christmas guy as well. So once again, Lions fans just show up, show out. Um, that place had to just be absolutely rocking today. Eminem was in the crowd, mm-hmm. spotted in the crowd. More more shady, less swift. That's what everyone's saying. That's what I'm hearing. That's what okay. I'm reading. I, I can get behind that. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, boys. It just, is confirmed Taylor's not at the game today. Unreal. Scott yeah. Hansen confirmed <laughs> Scott it. Hansen totally confirmed <laughs> For anyone it. that cares. Yeah. For anyone that cares, he yeah. says. We did have a, um, a champagne first. We were on our first party bus today. That was pretty that cool. Was, that was Mobbed wild. Mobbed into the party bus. Uh, Mike was buzzing the camera in there. Motherfucking animals, of course, is bumping over the stereo. Um, I forgot we were the name shaking of that, that thing down. Yeah, I think it's animals, right? Yeah, Martin Garrix. Yeah, so full blast. Um, that was cool. That was cool. Yeah, don't Everyone's forget though. Friendly. We we did a lot of football today, but Frank, hmm. you did a little religion on this Sunday. That's right. You did somewhat. I don't even know. I don't. I don't want to say go to church, but you were in the spirit. I got blessed Mr. or something like that. What What did it say? You will go to heaven or uh, you will see once God. Once you die, you all, will meet God, right? There it was. <laughs> yeah. There it was. And then once he, you die, you will meet God. And then he told me all men go to hell. That guy drove up from Ohio. That guy drove up from Ohio. Really? Yeah, I asked him where he was from, and he uh, he said, I think, I think he, I believe he said Hicksville, Ohio. I'm not even of, making of that course. up. Okay. I am not making that up. Um, and I just asked, how many of you converted today? You know, and he's like, you know, it's a little tough. I'm like, why do you pick these games? He's like, because they get the most eyes on people. Because it is just fascinating. Those guys just out there with the religious signs in the heart of an NFL tailgate. I just, you're not finding much God out there, my friend. <laughs> no, no, quite the opposite. No pun sir. intended, but God bless him. Shoot your shot. I guess. You know. But yeah. I mean, he didn't even have anything for me to like sign up for Jesus. It was just, <laughs> he was just, he just wants to convert you mentally right there on there the spot. Go. Hey, that's when you can do it when you're most vulnerable. Yeah. And he just kept telling me all men are going to hell. And I was like, okay. 
Sounds good. And he's like, and I need to teach these young men that they're all going to hell. And I was like, okay, all right, <laughs> all right bud. I'll tell you who's not going to Give hell. me a score prediction. You know? <laughs> That's like where we landed. The glizzy queen of the Midwest, the lunch lady. The lunch lady. Supplied us with a couple nice dogs. They had the super size, the regular, the hot sausages, spicy. spicy. Yeah. A cop even rolled up smoking a stogie, getting a fresh dog. Uh, shout out to the lunch lady. Appreciate the hot dogs today. Yeah. Yeah. And as far as, uh, and also another shout out to our, uh, well, I'm blanking on the name. What's the restaurant? Harbor. The Harbor House. House. Harbor, Harbor oh, House. Yeah. Our back boys alley the guys. House. Yeah. They're the best. The Harbor House back alley guys. They're, uh, they're pretty great at what they do. We we got to dap them up again today. Uh, they were singing for us, singing. They some saw Ed us coming down the alley, and they were like, "Let's go!" Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and they, you know, we gave them some beers on the on the job, of course. Uh, and they were singing Ed Sheeran for us, so that was very nice to see them again. The best part is like most of these people aren't like dressed up. Like this is just who they are. Yeah. You know what was it? DJ Magoo or DJ? Oh, yeah. Mc, he was Magoo going live or, while we were live. Yeah, he yeah. was live while we were live. That was so wild. That <laughs> felt like inception. Like we had the camera going and then he flipped. He's carrying around an entire laptop. <laughs> I, yeah, I feel like we have to describe this guy a little better to our listeners. Like this guy was carrying a full blown uh, MacBook on his shoulders that was going live with the with the front camera. You know, obviously. So he had it carrying around and he would just flip it on you and you would just be live on God knows where he's streaming that. <laughs> God knows. So um, that was pretty good. Just, I mean, good vibes all day today and a game that was, like, never in doubt. Uh, Lions missing two of their top offensive guys with uh, um, Jameer Gibbs out and Amon Ross St. Brown. No problem at all. No difference whatsoever. Branch missing on D. Um, other guys just stepped up. Lions up 14 nothing after one and then just never looked back. 28-10 to 10 at half. Um, and then just continued to put their foot on the gas. Good teams play good games and play come to play most weeks. Great teams come to play regardless of the opponent every week. And the Lions did what they were supposed to do. I know a lot of people were worried about the letdown uh, situation that we were in being off 10 days, just like we were earlier in the, this year, uh, you know, coming before our loss. But the Lions came to play from start to finish, offense, defense, special teams, everything in between. Just a flawless game and a game that they should have been flawless in, and they did do it. Um, this team's absolutely rolling. And like you mentioned, Frank, I mean, you know, you get Amon Ross St. Brown out, who is by far our best receiver. And what do you do? You have Marv Jones come in for some minutes. You have Khalif Raymond come in to get three for 45. Just guys stepping up filling into the system and doing their job and dominating while doing so. Absolutely. And, and some of the big factors that came out to me too were won the turnover battle, 3 nothing, unbelievable pick by Hutchinson, Jacobs with a pick, and then I don't know who scooped up that fumble, maybe Will Harris, um, but won the turnover battle, 4 for 4 in the red zone and ran the ball for 159 yards. Nothing else you can ask for. An absolute dominating performance from our Detroit Lions. Yeah, just at, just pure domination. Better team versus a worse team. And I, I was saying to you guys, like, during the game, like, you know, they the fucking Lions coaching staff just had to have that meeting. Like, Amon Ra probably could have played. And they were probably just like, what? Like, we can we can do this. Yeah. We, can, we can handle the Panthers without these guys. Right. Dude, that snap between the legs to Montgomery was one of the wildest plays I've seen this year. I've never seen that in an NFL game before. I've never seen that in a football, like, period. No. I've never seen that ever. 
It's like a punt snap. It, and like it was so smooth that the announcers didn't even notice it. They didn't <laughs> yeah. even mention it. They were talking about like which hole Montgomery had. Yeah. And had no idea that the ball went right to him. Just breezing past it. I mean, between that, the double reverse throw to Laporta, yep. uh, just an absolute clinic from Ben Johnson again today. Uh, felt like he was just kind of picking on Carolina. He, I mean, we were running literally whatever we wanted. The whole playbook was open. And I don't know if it's too early or not, boys, but, like, do we start mentioning Laporta as a rookie of the year candidate? I think you have to. I think uh, Red Zone just made him rookie of the week for I mean, offense. So, I mean. Two touchdowns. Yeah, and I, he's got to be a top three tight end receiver, right? I would if think not, so. If not number one, honestly. Yes. He's way up there. I would think so at this point. You know, the the other thing that I liked in this game was – Montgomery's been good, but he's had a high volume of carries in the first couple weeks. This week, another 100-plus yard game. This week, though, he averaged 5.7 yards per carry. We saw the three and a half, four yards per carry. He really took charge, really had the backfield, you know, under his wing this week without having Gibbs back there. So it was good seeing Montgomery getting a little bit higher uh, yard per rush, and he broke that big one right off the rift to – rip to really just set the tone he's been unbelievable I mean he really is like that good the fact that there was like a debate if they were talking about this internally whether to sign him or to keep Jamal Williams I mean it's not even close no, not even close you know and like I've said every week like he's got way more shake to him and cast uh pass catching ability than I ever thought he like did yeah. I just thought he was kind of like a bruiser he's yeah. been unbelievable yeah he's been fucking awesome and even Craig Reynolds seven for 52 today uh just like I mean Back to Ben Johnson, like these, like, so you have Jared Goff with Khalif Raymond, Josh Reynolds, and a rookie tight end, like leading the offense today, obviously outside of the running backs, but that is like unbelievable to me that Ben Johnson's like dialing up these tricky ass plays with this group of guys out there. And That's how much trust awesome. he has in this team and shout out to JG. I mean, that guy's playing unbelievable, no mistakes really today at all. Um, he's putting the ball on the fucking money down the field dude and he's i think he's like more confident than he's ever been i, like, I agree even dude. with his like instagram posts like the way he's like dapping up fans after games like like even in photos and stuff he just seems to be like like thriving with confidence he right looks now. better now than he did when he was on the rams and they went to the super bowl yes. straight up yeah he feels like more comfortable I and, agree. and why wouldn't you be in another rushing touchdown for golf that's nuts i don't know his <laughs> career stats on it but now to have two in the last two games yeah. at home um that's wild to me and again, just a really efficient game, but as as much as we want to give, you know, these skilled position players the props or Jared Goff the props, Ben Johnson, you also have to give it up for our offensive line mm -hmm. who it's been a revolving door week in, week out these first four weeks of the season, but today did really good with protection, only gave up two sacks, and that's what you need for this offense to be successful. If you're not going to have that big, tight play offense, a little more conservative, 10 to 20-yard routes, you've got to have good protection. And this line has not only showed out today, but it showed out for most of the year so far. Amen to that, Chandler. I mean, look at the Bengals. They got everything that we have, but they don't have a fucking O-line, and it shows. Yeah. Yep. yeah, the O-line has just been an absolute brick wall. I mean, just top to bottom, like if we're just, you know – Let's enjoy this one. Has Riley? I don't want. I don't want to jinx this, but has Riley Patterson missed anything this year? I Does he have a miss? I no, I don't believe so. so. He was six for six today on extra points, um, and I was just kind of thinking, like, I don't know if he's missed one this year. Yeah, I, I could be just spacing on it, but I feel like I don't think. Did he, he miss one versus 
Uh, Seattle. No, he's five no. for five this year on field goals. Yeah, and extra points, he's, I think he's perfect too. I will say this, though. His long is 38 yards. No way. Yeah. That's like the, that's an extra point almost. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, that's fine by me. F- hey, fine by me as well. And if we're talking about awards, I know you mentioned Laporte uh, uh, Rookie of the Year Award. Can we start to have the whispers about Hutchinson being the defensive player of the year? Four and a half sacks. Now, interception today, forced fumble and fumble recovery in week three against the Falcons. He's got to be in one of the top five most impactful defenders this year, being only five weeks in. Oh, he's a fucking terror. I mean, first, versus Green Bay, they were just, like, letting him shoot up whoever looked the most scared on the line. <laughs> yeah. Like, And he just looks like a freak. And this week, he went no gloves, which is just, like, pure animal-style stuff. <laughs> and I fucking love it. Like, it was, looked so goddamn gritty when he was hauling him down with no gloves on. Yep. Dude. He looks pure. Yeah. He looks like an animal. And how about anal zone with 11 fucking tackles today? Great. He's kind of been out. Good weeks in a row for him, man. We give him a lot of shit, and I will always call him anal zone, even if he's the best linebacker (laughs) in the league. It's too good of a nickname. But, yeah, dude, he's been awesome, too. And Jerry Jacobs with another pick. Another pick. It was great. It was great. And I want to say this because we mentioned it while we were watching the game. Like, if it sounds like we're fanboying out right now, we are. Yep. Know why? Relish in this. We have never had a team this good who's come out this consistently week over week over week and dominate. Three straight weeks with 14-plus point victories. I mean, relish in this Detroit. Relish in this Lions fan because – I'm not going to say this doesn't come around often. This hasn't come around yeah. for most people's lives in this city with this team. With the division being this bad. Right. Uh, it, like, to boot. Right. To boot. And uh, a schedule that definitely looks pretty juicy over the next month plus. I mean, we go to Tampa next week. You know, that's going to be a tough one on the road. Tampa's a little better than we thought. Yep. Then we're at the Ravens. So, Tough, you know, if we go 2-0 and out of there, I mean, that'll be super impressive, seriously, just because these are two NFL teams on the road that are not horrible, even though the Ravens looked like one of the worst teams I've ever seen today. <laughs> yeah, they had a bad day today. Really bad, yeah. And then and then we're home versus the Raiders, and, uh, yeah, we'll be back on the streets for that one, looking spooky Halloween. It'll be good. Oh, that's going to be an all-time tailgate. We People have everything in front of us, and to be 4-1 and one through five weeks, like, it's almost surreal. Yeah. But, with, with the Bears still twice and the Vikings still twice. Right, right. Yeah, who are both fighting for their lives. And, like, just the Bears are just really working to, like, not be laughed at. <laughs> That's, like, all they can do. It's all they can do. Um, well, hell yeah. Any more notes on the game today? I'm trying to think if there's anything more during the tailgate that we should note. I mean, outside of everyone just being, like, super nice, just feeding us shots and beers and all that stuff. Pretty fun. And then we had the guy from Carolina just giving the biggest handshake to the people of Detroit. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That guy was super nice. Um, so it was good to see that. He came in for an ass kicking. Um, yeah, right. Just thanks for coming, bud. Right. <laughs> but just know he wasn't from Charlotte. He was from Greenville, South Carolina. That's beautiful, right. Beautiful town. <laughs> yeah, That's beautiful right. He town. drives up for the game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Nice guy. Nice guy. All right. You want to scoot into the rest of the NFL? Yeah. All right. Let's see what we got here. Let's go down the list. Uh, so we're recording right in the middle of the four o'clock games. A lot of games are like at halftime or the third, uh, about halfway through the third quarter. Cardinals and Bengals in a dog fight. Uh, Cardinals just got in again, twenty four twenty there. Eagles and Rams in a dog fight. Let's Bron- note with uh, the lock of the week bet from ice cold Jamar Chase 
first touchdown of the game. That yeah. one roared in. Yeah, that was great. Um, the Bills screwed me early, early this morning. That was a tough way to start my day. Um, but we're bouncing back. A little help I think from we, Jamar. We learned a valuable lesson that game. Do not bet against Team London, Jacksonville Jaguars in London. Yeah. Yeah, I to- couldn't agree more. I won't ever touch it again. Nope. We also learned another lesson today. Minus five and a half, you take the underdog. Because every time a line comes out at five and a half, it seems to move down to four or up to six, and the underdog always covers. So, listeners out there, if you see minus five and a half, Take the dog, take it to the bank. And this happened three times this weekend yep. with favorites and fishy five and a half lines. This is this is real facts. This is math. We've done the numbers. Don't trust that five and a half. You take the dog. So it happened with the Bills today. They opened at five and a half versus the Jags as favorites. It happened uh, Saturday with Texas over Oklahoma. Yep. And Oklahoma ended up winning that game. And uh, Louisville, Notre Dame. Yep. And literally the dogs all outright won. At five and a half. That Take line is fishy. It makes no sense. You never see five-point wins in the NFL. Nope. Just kidding. You saw one this morning. And this, it is, <laughs> this is big brain stuff here. This, this is, is why brain. people tune into this us. This is why we do the research. That's right. This is why we do the work. Yes. Yep. This is and, why. and we were saying it. I know this is an NFL, but the Texas-Oklahoma game, all the money, all the bets coming in on Texas, line moving in the opposite direction. As much as you think you love a game, Vegas fucking knows. Mm-hmm. They absolutely do. They absolutely do. Um, someone who did not go to work today, the Baltimore Ravens. Baltimore Ravens, Pittsburgh Steelers, what a mess of a game. Just when I like think I, – it blows my mind how the Ravens could only put up 10 points. Um, and they didn't even have a bad day offensively. They still had like 335 yards of total offense, but they had three turnovers and just couldn't score in the red zone. They didn't score in the second half. Yeah. Hey, Mr. Ice Cold Brew Lou, you know the Jamar Chase bet? You had another one, too, that your big bro tried to tell you, tried to walk you off the ledge to take the Steelers. Sometimes you just got to jump. I took the – yeah, and I followed you. Like, you were already falling, and I followed you. I took the Ravens Took the Ravens live. Wait for me. Cool seven-point lead in the second. I thought we were good to go. Wrong. Steelers win. This division becomes more confusing by the minute. Dude. The craziest, like, I have no idea what to think about that division at this point. Yeah, and we still don't, like, the Bengals could lose to the Cardinals. We're in a four-point game in the middle of the third, and they're on the road. Like, and How many crazy plays were there at the end of that game with the block punt that turned out to be a safety, then the muffed punt yep. by the Steelers, then the, the interception that looked like Lamar was throwing to the DB instead of his own receiver. On the six. Um, and then Kenny Pickett throwing a bomb to to pick ins um, with just about two minutes left in the game. And then still not done. Like they mismanage the clock and there's like an illegal formation <laughs> yeah. on a kneel down, yeah. which causes them to have to kick. And then Lamar had another chance again <laughs> to try to win the game and just like crapped his pants. Yeah. That game sucked, man. It was really bad. Yeah. That Very was boring awful. Game. Yeah. It was, yeah, it doesn't sound boring, but it, it, it was. was. It was just like, who wanted That's it That's the less? only way Pittsburgh is winning that game with a bunch of that fiasco yes. shit going on because I can't watch Kenny Pickett throw another ball. He is terrible. It's it's unbelievable how they're 3-2, and two, and they always do this shit. They are. They're the scrappiest team, I swear to God. They never get two games over 500 or two games under. I feel like they always have to, like... Just staying stay in the by middle. one. Good yep. coaching. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Good coaching. And some crazy fucking luck. Speaking of good coaching, Bill Belichick. <laughs> yeah, his time may have passed. They are 0-3 at home. I didn't know they've they played three games at home. They're 1-4. Are, are they the worst team? 
Uh, oh. The Bears are still very, very bad. They are. They're very close to them, though. Mac Jones is an absolute bust. At least, uh, yeah. And it, but at least the Bears are, like, chaotically bad. Right. Like, they could do some crazy shit and, like, lose a game 45-40. Like, the Patriots just don't move the ball. They no. can't score. No, they can't pick up a first. There's no way you can trot Mac Jones out there again next week. He's like, you have to done. make the change, right? He's got to be done at this point. And to suffer Belichick's worst loss of his career last week, a 35-point loss in Dallas, to follow it up with the second worst <laughs> loss in his career this week. To do it again. I mean, it, you've got to change something up because it's not just Mac Jones. They have no receivers. Zeke is done. I mean, he, he's not bad. doing anything. And obviously their defense isn't that great if they've given up 30-plus points two straight weeks. Yeah, Mac Jones today, 12 for 22, 110 yards, two picks. Wow. that's And, I mean, when your defense is on the field the entire game, like, you're going to give up points. I don't care if Derek Carr is fucking wheeling the helm. I mean, when was the last time the Patriots lost that bad at Gillette? It's gotta, <laughs> that's got to be like a – Not since Belichick the was they the coach. They played the fucking Saints. Yeah, we're yeah. talking about the Saints here, we're talking too. about the Saints who Derek Carr on the other side was 18 for 26 for 183. He stinks. He stinks too. Stink bowl. Good day for Alvin. <laughs> Welcome back. Little, what do you have? About 80 on the ground in a touchdown. Yep. Yeah. He had they a good have day. such good weapons there too. If they had a good quarterback, I mean, Olave, I know Mike T's a little older. Alvin, it's like they could be slinging it around Taysom. Sad yeah. to see that it's being wasted with Derek Carr back there. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why people were always like, he's a good locker room guy, was always the narrative. And yeah. Like, who gives a shit? Well, do they like to win? Yeah. What do you like there? Um, 34 nothing. Saints beat the shit out of the Patriots. Under still hits because the Patriots could not put up a single point. That's incredible. Um, another game, Dolphins-Giants, predictable outcome. Nothing too surprising here. Dolphins beat the shit out of the Giants, 31-16. Um, did I have the no? I had the Dolphins winning that division, but I had the Giants like being a decent team, and they're just trash. Why are they such garbage? They're bad. Daniel Jones hasn't played well. Offensive line hasn't played well. I think it was eleven sacks last week and seven sacks this week. So if you can't protect oh anybody, you're not going to do anything. Uh, call up Joe Burrow and the Bengals. He'll tell you the same thing. But Giants are bad. But. I was watching the Dolphins. They might be the fastest team I've ever seen from top to bottom with Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle, that A-chan. Um, I feel like they were just blowing down the field the whole game. It was like 20 to 30-yard gashes every drive all throughout the game. I feel like that's what they do. They just yeah. like run you into the ground. Dude, there's no one more explosive than watching Tyreek get the ball in open space. That guy zigzags up and down the field. He had 181 yards today. And Achain, dude, that guy's the real deal. He only had 11 carries and still busted out 151. Holy shit. And I couldn't believe uh, when we were watching it, they were like, Achain might be the fastest guy in the NFL right now. And that's like on a team with uh, Tyreek. And I was like, oh, that's a I didn't know he was like that fast. Yeah. yeah. That's nuts. So no surprises there. Um, another kind of boring game. I mean, it was like a close one, but like two teams can't really, I can't figure out, Titans and Colts. Uh, Colts take care of the Titans, uh, and AR 15 is like out again. Yeah, it looked like his shoulder was like falling off his body. Yeah. So, fingers crossed he's all right because they are fucked if they don't have him. Who's gonna win that division? Jags, it's gotta be the Jags at this point in time. You gotta think they're in the driver's seat. Yeah, 
100 percent i feel like the titans like didn't want to win that game like they had so many chances to get down the field and like what the fuck happened to king henry dude Dude, he, he has he been slow. like he's, he's old. Yeah, I mean, I haven't seen him all year. He hasn't done anything. Yep. But like, how long's he been? In, like, he got a new contract, right? Right? Like, yeah. How yeah. long's he been in the league? Like seven years, maybe. Has it been seven years already? Yeah, he's probably 29, 30 years old. Somewhere Sounds right. There. It's so crazy how it just goes away for running backs. Yep. Like off the cliff. Yeah. And he was like freight training guys like yeah. two years ago and running away from guys. Yes. I know. It's just wild to see. And then the last one we actually got to finish today was Falcons-Texans. Um, push. You yeah. picked Texans plus two. That's a mind-blowing push to me. What is two points? That's insane. No, you know what? I, I got it early. Uh, that was a three-er. Texans were plus three, I'm pretty sure. Oh, really? Yep. Okay. Yeah, we'll so have to check the tape on that, that one. one. Well, snuck I mean, on tape, Texans. he said two. It was two when he banged <laughs> we'll her in. We'll check the tape. Yeah. We'll check the tape. Whatever you got punched in before, kick, that's great. But um, I know on tape, you had two. That game, too, like, kind of boring. You oh, know? yeah. Like, I know it was a close game, but it was like. <laughs> <laughs> what was it like? I can, I can, can you assure break that down you. for us again? <laughs> Oh, here we go. We Back got Chiefs. We got Chiefs in the red zone here. I got Kelsey anytime to save my day from the Bills going down. They're at the eight. I don't even know if Kelsey's still in the game. We do some live watching here. Another turnover in the Jets Broncos game. Surprise! Is this surprise. a muff punt? Guy just got rocked and fumbled. Got to be. This game stinks. Yeah. Oh my god. Two bad teams. And the score just—I don't know. These bad teams always have these funny scores. Those Broncos uniforms are hot, though. They yeah. did something right. The white today. helmets. Yeah. yeah. Those are sweet. The snow caps they keep calling. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, like, I, all right. Hanson like said Wilson fell on his snow capped ass or something. Like what? <laughs> it, like well, it was just such a nuts Hanson line. All right, here we go. Patrick Mahomes. Kelsey's not even in the fucking game. God. He, I, he's yeah. Is he he done? was on the sideline. Looked like his ankle was taped up, so I guess we'll have to see what happens. Yeah, we have to find out if he's done for the day. That would be kind of my, my day. That's how we're fighting it right now. By day. By day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I want everyone to know for snack time if James, and we didn't even talk about him, but Jamison Williams back today drops one ball right through his hands. Um, I mean, the other two, he caught, like, some out routes. Yeah, hitches, bubble screens. Very quiet. Day. Very quiet. They they threw it to him on third down on, like, a little hitch, and he picked up, like, three yards, and he was, like, flexing, like, I don't know. It was, <laughs> was kind of weird to me. He just got really, really pumped up, and, and nothing happened. But we were going to um, review the dinner that he posted a few weeks ago, which is flaming Hot Cheetos covered in queso. Uh, we need him to do something first. We need a touchdown. i say as soon as he scores a touchdown, we eat it. Yeah, I think so. That's what we're looking forward to. As soon as J-Mo finds pay dirt, uh, we will chomp flaming Hot Cheetos covered in queso. And I think his queso had like how Yeah, we got to look at it. that a little deeper. I'm pretty sure there was some meat chunks in there. Yes. There might have been a couple uh, red peppers, but yes. take a look. It looked over. like it was basically nachos on flaming Hot Cheetos. <laughs> yeah. Well, like a, a very, queso cheese. Yes. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, very yeah. simple. Yeah. Yeah. Chief scored, not Kelsey. Um, I'm still down on the day. That's okay. <laughs> Whatever. Ray Rice scored. Glad to see he's back in the NFL. I, I would like to ask, though, are you guys surprised about J-Mo? I mean, we, we kind of all were in unison that he was probably going to come out the gate slow this week as far as snap count and impact. I mean... What did you guys think after today and seeing him in his limited time on the field? Um, I feel like I've kind of stood in the box for him a little bit and been like, he'll be fine, he'll be fine, he'll be fine. Uh, not that I needed him to, like, 
blow me away today. I just, there's just something that doesn't feel right out yep. there body language wise. And I hate like judging a guy just completely on body language, but just, I don't know. Something doesn't seem right. Like even that. You I can tell on that slant when he dropped it and he yeah. gave that face. He was like, eh. yeah. And I just didn't like him like selling like a three yard pickup. Like, I don't know. He just kind of seems like he's doing his own thing out there. Yep. You know, uh, and then it makes you look deeper into the quotes from Campbell, who basically just said, like, ah, we just hope he kind of lines up in the in right. the right spot. <laughs> yep. I, the the positive, though, of today was he did have a key block on Montgomery's first touchdown run. Good. And I know his physicality is not his strength. Um, but, again, I don't think we sound the alarms until the end of the month. If he's not doing anything or he's not in the rotation for 50-plus percent of the snaps by the end of the month, that's when we start saying the B word. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I agree. Or if, you know, something, God forbid, like if there's another setback. Yep. Um, and I know you can't really control injuries too much, but if there's any sort of setback, it's going to – clock's going to be ticking for yep. sure. Um, okay, boys. Oh, I mean, yeah. yeah. What about real quick, um, the, the game tonight, absolute fucking barn burner tonight, NFC. Oh, yeah. NFC Titans matching up. Chandler, who do you like today? Uh, Dallas at San Francisco. I like San Francisco. I think they're going to be ready. They've looked like the most complete team, in my opinion, through the first four weeks. Um, Dallas, good team. I think they'll come to play tough today, but uh, San Francisco might have the best offensive mind in football right now. That's Kyle Shanahan. Um, so solid with Brock Purdy. Obviously, their defense is great. I just think the Niners have a little too much. And I don't think the Cowboys are all there just yet, especially after losing Trayvon Diggs just a couple weeks ago. So I think the Niners are going to win and cover tonight. And I don't think McCaffrey hasn't scored a touchdown since he's been on the team. I believe dating back to last year, he scored in every 49er game. I think he's at 13 in a row. Yep. Yeah, because there's some crazy stat out there. If you took him any time touchdown and just kept doubling down, you'd be at like 140 grand. On a 100, right? Yeah. 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 So – I, I think the Niners are going to have too much, and they're going to take the Cowboys, I don't know, seven, ten-point victory. For this one, like, scares me a little bit, like, betting-wise. Um, as, like, if I'm just looking at this, I think 49ers win. They're at home. They're a fucking wagon. Like, they're a better team than the Cowboys. But for, what like, that number just seems, like, a little spooky to me mm-hmm. for what, like, for betting reasons, I would think it would be bigger. Uh, so to me, it seemed like a slam dunk to take the 49ers. And usually when you feel that way, it's it goes the other way because that's how I felt about the fucking Bills this morning and they outright <laughs> lost. Um, and Hank picked the Cowboys over Ooh. the 49ers. Wow. Um, you know, and, and the, the boys have been hot. You know, if, if Patrick Mahomes decides not to slide at the end of last week, the boys, the, the dog is 4-0. and So – I got to stick with Hank. I got to stick with Hank. I'm taking Cowboys plus three and a half. I think 49ers win by a field goal. I and think it's going to be how that did close. he handle the slide last week? Uh, like a dog. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He handled it pretty well. Makes I mean, sense. he, he kind of just shook it off. You know, got back in there and just ate ate more food. There we go. Yeah, he just said, you know what, feed me. Let's let's keep eating. We can all take lessons from dogs. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, he didn't even look back. I don't even, you know, he probably doesn't even know what's going on. So it was great. I think that's what you did. I think you had your Bucharest after the Bills had lost, and mm-hmm. you started betting again after that. Yeah, so. I, I yeah, and I think I hit, you know, I hit some like two or three in a row, right? Yeah, something like that. And then now I'm giving it all back. No with big Kelsey deal. Not getting in the game, and of course he tweaked his ankle and yeah. shit like that. <laughs> 
<laughs> Tossed a little back for the Ravens as well. So we're, we need we're just, T Swift in the stadium to heal him. <laughs> we're spraying the board. We have a search party out I'll looking be honest, for. It sounds lame, but when they were like, "Yeah, she's not there," I'm like, "Great!" Now they're not going to try you to feed him the fun. rock. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> fucking bust his ankle, go sprinting off. I was like, "Tight, I'm fucking toast." What do you got tonight, though, Lou? Did you pick this one? I, I did, did. Yeah, I did. I'm actually riding with you and Hank too. I think that Dallas feels like this is an all eyes on us game. They have a lot to show for. Uh, this is basically kind of for the kings of the NFC outside of our boys in Detroit. Um, I think Dak's going to have a good game, and I think it's going to be a close one too. I think that the Niners are going to win by a slim margin, one or two points, and uh, I think the Cowboys are going to cover though. Yeah. Also, also, uh, you know, I mean, just I love every like love the coaching matchup here for the 49ers. I mean, just McCarthy. I am still surprised sometimes that he's the head coach. It's it's shocking. Yeah. But with how coaching has been this year in general, I just I, I, I think maybe he is a good option at this point yeah, in time with some of the in-game stupidity that we've seen across all levels. There Absolutely. has been some wild stuff. I think Mika Parsons is going to come and show out today, shut down McCaffrey, cement his name in the Cowboys stadium. Wow. With a <laughs> cement him in the billboards of Dallas. This comes right after he says like they're going to lose by a tight margin. He will have an amazing cement game. him in the cement. stadium. Yeah, it's like week 5. What is he like putting his handprint on the <laughs> yeah. driveway sidewalk? Yes. <laughs> Parsons had a good game in a close loss. <laughs> It's important. Hey. <laughs> Levi Stadium legend. Didn't he say that about the Lions game too? Oh, it could be a tough one with the injuries. What's your prediction? 28 7. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're going to beat the fuck out of yeah. me still, but. That's how something to keep in mind. Yeah. Yeah, oh, we're, yeah. We're flip flopping our way around here. Um, all right, boys. Well, I think that was a pretty decent recap here. What's the Monday night game? Monday night is Green Bay and oh. Las Vegas. Yucky. Yucky. Two teams that uh, we'll see this year. God, they're both unexciting. They're like the same amount of unexciting. Um, Vegas, uh, Vegas two-point favorites in that one. Mm-hmm. Weird line. Yeah, I hate it. Fear not, though. They can start flexing games pretty shortly here. Due to the time flexed. of season, yes. Oh, so, we'll be flexed hard. Um, but you can even flex the Monday and Sunday night games. I think it starts week 9 or 10. So hopefully we won't get too many more clunkers with <laughs> the ability to be able to do that late in the season. Why were we flexed to 4, though? I feel I like that no just like, doesn't do anything for me. It doesn't me. make sense. I actually don't like it. I'd yeah. rather be the 1 o'clock game. Mm-hmm. Agreed. It's a weird one. Don't really understand that. Um, all right, cool. Well, Jerry, Jerry sent an over under. If you guys want to just Let's uh, do it, Let's yeah, do wrap it. her up and call it a Sunday show. All right, Jerry, over under 10 8. He says, LGRW, Hornies are still at 12 and 2. Massive game Tuesday against the number one team in the state. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Go, Go Hornies. Hornies. Should Good we luck get down you. there and do a tailgate video for it? We should try to, at least one of them. Maybe the playoffs. Yeah, we might have to get down there yep. and see what the Hornies are all about. Yep. We could grab some of the blue crew too. Just, uh, <laughs> we could, help see us if we can out. borrow the tub gate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I want to grab the tub gators and go to Chicago. And like we play them early December. Yeah. That'd be wild to have the tub out there. Soldier Field <laughs> just freezing our asses off. Quick pneumonia. All right. Number one on the list Ice Cold Brew Lou, you're leading it off. Number one Halloween pop up stores, over or underrated? Halloween pop up stores, I am going to say, are overrated they absolutely jack up the prices on the costumes you never wear it more than once the material is like 
paper thin, like it cuts, a butter knife could cut through it. Um, they just try to rip you off. It's good to go there, get an idea what you want to be for Halloween. But overall, I think they are overrated. Yeah, I'm going to go with Lou here as well. I'm going to say overrated. I don't really get my costumes from these Halloween USAs or retail stores. They're all the generic ones. If you really want a good costume, go to your local thrift shops, go to some other specialty stores, order it online. But I don't want to see these Halloween USA pop-ups filling you know, the old Toys R Us's and Best Buy's, the old Kmart's. Get out of here. Overrated. Uh, good takes, boys. Yeah, they're completely overrated. You know, if you need something quick in a pinch, you need a gold chain, yep. whatever, you can go grab the cheap stuff there. But the prices are uh, way inflated. The costumes usually are pretty cheap. If you can ever find, like, a boutique actual costume store that's, like, open year-round, they have, like, the best stuff you could ever have. Mm-hmm. And, like, they're small shops usually, usually, and those are the spots to get them. But lose right, too. You can go there, get an idea of what to be, and then either get it online or get it at a local spot. It's always fun to to just kind of build your own and like get different pieces from areas. And yeah. And you're just like together. in this shell of a failed business that yeah. like they just slap the sign over. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's depressing all around. All right. Number two, Chani, uh, Toledo, the city. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, to be honest with you, I've never stopped and or stayed in Toledo. Um, nothing's ever wanted to bring me to Toledo. So for that, it is part of Ohio, and I'm going to say it's overrated. Yeah, I got nothing on Toledo. Uh, I know the, what are they? Are they the Rockets? The Rockets are there? Yes. And the Mudhens. The Mudhens, yeah. Um, my buddy's dad went to Toledo, and the Mudhens are the farm team. I don't know much about it. I got nothing against the good people of Ohio. I'll say underrated. And um, I don't know anything about it. Uh, it smells like shit. Overrated there. <laughs> <laughs> Number three. Number three, I'm leading it off. Uh, heated seats. Heated seats. Um, heated seats are underrated. Absolutely. Uh, sometimes you can get away with just heating the seat and not even turning the air on. I love heated seats. I think it's the quickest way to get warm in the car. Uh, and I feel like I've been spoiled. Like growing up, like not all cars had heated seats. And now I almost feel Rare. like it's a standard feature. Yep. So uh, that's, you know, it's kind of an old person in me, but like that's a luxury that I just feel like uh, we didn't, it wasn't always a guaranteed thing. Nope. I agree. So I'm going to say underrated, but it's nice that nice to have them. Yeah. I'm going to follow suit with you, Frank. Um, also would like to add in there the heated steering wheel. Oh. That is absolutely fantastic in the winter. And one of my favorite things to do with the heated seat is whenever I pick up carry out food, fire up the heated seat a little bit, toss the food on there. Absolutely. Keep her warm. Yeah. Uh, severely underrated the heated seat. Yep. So I'm going to agree with you guys. Underrated. Um, I don't really use my heated seats much, to be honest, but Lou, you hit the nail on the head. You go, you pick up a Jets, you throw it on the passenger seat, you rip it up to the third level, and it's it's somewhat warm when you get home. Yeah, it probably doesn't do anything, but I like the idea that I'm like, I'm keeping this warm. Yeah, yeah. this is good. No, it does. You guys ever been into a car that has like... Like the air, it's like, it's yes, not like the cool, cool kind of, yeah. yeah. I used to have them in my old car and it was great. Like there was no back sweat. The back the sweat is where yeah. it is like yeah. the best. Keeps the yeah. butthole dry for sure. Yeah. I will say I had a Cherokee for these, for heat warmers and there was only two options. There's high and low mm-hmm. and the low was like pretty good, but the high was like absolutely scorching. <laughs> it was just like absolutely like it was too much. And I'd have that back sweat you were talking about. And my, yep. It would singe my ball sack. 
<laughs> what you, what's going on over there? You're losing Keep the butthole cold. <laughs> Dry. <laughs> what is going on, man? Hey, it's a Sunday show. Oh, God. All right, loser. Fiction. Are you up? I don't know who's up. Uh, yeah, Chandler, I never I know. No, it's, it's me. Okay. Kelsey's back in the game. All right, number four. <laughs> I wonder what's going to be said here. Running marathons. Oh, overrated, Lou. I know you're a big oh. runner. I hate marathons. I hate the turkey trot. I hate the Detroit Free Press Marathon. <laughs> Why Those are the only specifically? Only You're naming them by name, like marathons are overrated. Ugh. Okay. Wow. That's um, good take. I, I don't know if I'm going to run in a marathon. But marathons in general are underrated. I did just see today a new world record was set for a marathon. I think the guy did it in like two hours flat, basically. Oh, my God. So the time you've got to spend to train for a marathon and then to complete the marathon, I mean, it's just something I could do it, but I don't think I'd ever have the commitment to do it. So kudos to marathon runners, underrated. Um. Yeah, like the humble brag at the end there. Something you could do, you just don't have time. I, I don't want to dedicate <laughs> yeah. two to three just hours training a day. You're too busy. I wouldn't be doing this. <laughs> so <laughs> marathons, yeah, I agree with you, Channy. You know, good for you if you can pull one off. You know, old people doing them, very impressive. I've done a half marathon, and I got done with that half marathon. I said, that's probably the limit there. You know, I don't – anything more I'd have to train, and I don't know if I'm going to have the dedication to do that. But – you know, you run marathons. That's cool. You know, I guess just don't every time, you know, don't make it your whole personality or shove it down my face, I guess. if. But I guess if that's your thing, that's your thing. Yeah. So whatever. Underrated. Marathons are fine. Could you elaborate a little more on uh, yeah. like your Yeah, I mean, puke? dude, one, I'll never run a marathon with my figure. <laughs> so that's reason number one why I hate you, that. I think because you don't have that Two, dog in you. This- I also hate that, like... I don't want to spend a holiday like Thanksgiving down in Detroit running in a big circle for 26.2 miles. It just <laughs> sounds like a waste of time. And you're a not, waste you're of not running around a racetrack. <laughs> and marathons are only on Christmas. Yeah. That's, that's the only Christmas, day you can get them in. You ruin holidays. You make you feel bad about yourself. You make you feel bad about other people who can't do them. They are overrated. <laughs> I think people feel pretty good after a marathon. Like pers- Not like, the ones I know. They oh, hate it. They hate it? Yeah. Got it. Someone needs to dry their butthole. (laughs) (laughs) You. I don't know who's up. I never know who's up. Okay. Number five, kicking and punting in football. Over or underrated, Chandler? Ridiculous Um, last one here from Jerry. I'm just going to say that kicking and punting in football is underrated. Field position game, field position does matter. Um, and also having a good kicker just makes a world of difference with how you're going, how you're going to be aggressive, what you're going to do in certain situations and just getting points up in the board in general. So underrated for kicking and punting. Yep. I'm going to agree with you underrated because you can say it's overrated until you don't have it. Uh, the lions like fucked around with 12 different kickers for a minute there. It's stunk. Uh, Jack Fox, awesome punter, Detroit Lions. We don't even think about him anymore because he's so good. If we didn't have that guy, we'd have to think about punting. Yep. It's awesome when you don't have to think about punting, kicking and punting. Um, so I'm going to say underrated as well. Yep, I'm with you boys. Underrated. It's already burned us once this year. Um, got to have field position. Got to make your field goals, make your extra points. Important part of the game. Underrated. Keep it clean. Keep it tight. That's right. Keep the it Lions, dry. The, <laughs> keep it dry. 
<laughs> the Detroit Lions are four and fucking one. We are atop the NFC North. The train rolls on. We have two weeks on the road, so we won't be at tailgate until we return on Devil's Night. The whole team will be down here Monday night football. Uh, but we will have podcast shows for you in between then. So keep listening. Keep sharing. We see you guys out there. We appreciate you guys listening, liking, following, all the stuff. Uh, couldn't do it without you. It's been a lot of fun, and we will see you guys later this week. Yep. Have a great first half of the week, everybody. Go Lions, baby. See ya.